Listening to Wobbler, Norwegian Prague Rock.
That was Konjiyaki, a Japanese band from Japan with a title I cannot pronounce. But that was some uh, that was some pretty angular and jagged sounds. Well, on the challenging side, but uh, nothing normal, nothing complacent here at the gates of delirium. Crazier the better. We're gonna tee up two from Jethro Tull right now. Ring out Solstice Bells is playing. It was the number one song in. Great Britain in 1977. And we're going to follow that up with another classic from Jethro Tull, Velvet Green. Both of them from the Songs from the Wood album, 1977. Here on the Gates of Delirium.
cannot compel me. Contrary, Mr. Pym, you think what we want you to think, and only what we want you to think. Iterations of spasmodic ecstasy. Get up. Get off the ground.
We just listened to Yezda Urfa with a track entitled Three, Almost Four, Six, Yay. Yezda Urfa is a band from the 70s that was described as a cross between Yes and Gentle Giant. They put out two albums in the mid 70s and then disappeared into the ether. Still, a record of them remains. And we enjoy them to this day. My name is Perkins Warbeck. I am the host of The Gates of Delirium. This is the 14th show of a series that delves deeply into progressive rock and associated genres. I'm coming to you from the sprawling state-of-the-art studios of Mutiny Radio here in the heart of the Mission District of San Francisco, California. USA, the West is the best. We're listening to Gentle Diet right now, Aspirations, from their 1975 album, The Power and the Glory.
We're continuing with the magical theme here with progressive rock from the 1970s, where the magical and the pastoral is woven into the, the warp and weave of the sound of the music in such creative ways. This is Griffin, one such band, formed in 1971 at the Royal College of Music. This is Second Spasm from their album Red Queen to Griffin 3. Griffin 3 to Red Queen. Griffin. Be that as it may, you're listening to The Gates of Delirium. I am Perkins Warbeck.
This is something we should call Excerpts from Octopus. Starts off with a song called The Boys in the Band. <laughs> We're going to continue along with Gentle Giant here, live. Excerpts from Octopus, the Octopus album, 1976.
Prepare for his 
Gentle Giants with excerpts from Octopus, a live album. You are listening to The Gates of Delirium with your host Perkins Warbeck. Gates of Delirium, music for contrarians. It's a wet Wednesday here in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco. About 52 degrees. I am here to report that my uprising against British throne, to which I am rightly owed, was unsuccessful this time, but we will not give up. We'll continue mustering support and sentiment legal and moral arguments in favor of our position. But the House of Windsor, this Germanic people, now unjustly occupied the throne of England. The great wrongs perpetrated in the late 15th century, resulting in my disenfranchisement. I am not the usurper. Henry VII was the usurper. I am the rightful Plantagenet, and the throne belongs to me. the cause I will die for and I will never stop believing in. If you believe in this cause as well, if you believe that a return to the Plantagenet dynasty is the destiny of England, then send ten dollars to Alfred's World of Trousers and help Alfred spread his message of trousers and love around the world to all those in need and all those who are in need but don't realize it. To everybody within the scope of Alfred's radiant aura of love. Don't give up hope. The mission continues. The Blantagenet dynasty will be 
restored. Equilibrium will reign in the lands, and Alfred will continue to bring the best trousers to the people. My name is Perkins Warbeck. You're listening to The Gates of Delirium here at MutinyRadio.fm. Listening to the latest iteration of the band Gong. This is from 2021. A live show, My Sawtooth Wake is the title of it. The latest from Gong.
That was the latest iteration of Gong, an early progenitor of progressive rock out of the Canterbury scene. Way back in 1971. I've tried to Surely coming to an end. Don't wait. 
just a face where I can hang my
We began and ended the show tonight with Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. That was Trilogy from the Trilogy album. It's been a pleasure to be your host this evening through the Gates of Delirium. I hope you have enjoyed this tour of challenging and idiosyncratic and unconventional music for contrarians. I know you are one. All the best people are. My name is Perkins Warbeck. I am the claimant to the English throne. 
And until further notice, I'll be back here hosting The Gates of Delirium. Every Wednesday at 6 p.m. here at the Mutiny Radio, the spacious and state-of-the-art studios at 21st in Florida in the Mission District in San Francisco, California. Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Welcome to LWAFLMOYT. Let's, Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, thanks for having me once again, Mike. Excited oh. about this movie. And, uh, you, you our, are this show, man. I was just singing your theme oh. song. Ah, right. Good point. Thank you. Yes. I am the... Let's make it full-length movie with Carl. Okay. Sounds good. I'm out of here. <laughs> Enjoy your full-length movie. Welcome to LWAF. That's our podcast acronym. That's right. So if you'd like to find us on the podcast feed, you're going to type in L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We are on the I... Uh, tunes. In fact, uh, we have a new RSS feed. The old one works fine, but uh, we also stream first. We are right now on Mutiny Radio, Carl.fm, the internet radio. Mm-hmm. I've heard and of we, it. I've been there. You have? Oh, yeah. You performed uh, in the studio and in the studio. There's a studio in, next to the yeah. studio. Right. And in the studio, there's like live performances, and in the studio, there's like live Podcast. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. Whoa. Good times. You should check out their new website. You know, if you type in mutinyradio.fm, it goes to a website called mutinyradio.fm, and we have a link there. <laughs> and it has all these great shows. So you should check it out. You know, Monday and Friday, they have live comedy shows, uh, 6 p.m. PST, at 8 o'clock for the Pam's Comedy Clubhouse. So you can find more on mutinyradio.fm. All we got to say, they sponsor our show. They're the reason why we're here. So we want you to go to Venmo, throw a couple dollars at Mutiny Radio. Well, you know, a little thank you. So what we're going to do is we're going to watch a full-length movie. We want you to listen to the podcast and watch the movie on YouTube at the same time. Carl, what is the movie? Today we are going to watch An American Werewolf in paris 1997 an american werewolf in paris 1997 that's what you put in the youtube search engine and the channel we like is film rise movies oh classic film rise has been releasing a lot of shitty movies uh on streaming (laughs) services and dvd uh and it looks like they have a very generous youtube channel so let's go ahead we want the sequel the weird 1997 i mean okay uh of the early 80s classic so go ahead we're looking for american werewolf in paris 1996 seven seven 
And when you find it on the Film Rise channel, go ahead and click the link, hit pause, and buffer to the left. Now, this is going to take you some time, so don't worry. Uh, uh, we're going to give you a couple of minutes. We're really excited because we're going to have a countdown for you to hear. When you hear go, go a ahead. Celebrity. But that's what I'm saying. This is no ordinary countdown. Mm -hmm. We have a celebrity, a comedian, comedian celebrity countdown. Mm -hmm. uh, and so Carl has found a terrific comedian. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Craig Lloydbrin. Welcome, Craig. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, we have you today because of the movie we're doing, right? American Werewolf in Paris. Absolutely. You love the London one, but what did you, you didn't like the Paris one. What was it about the special effects or what? Yes, no, actually, actually, I thought American Werewolf in Paris, the storyline, the plot, I thought was really pretty good. I enjoyed all that. I liked the characters. I liked the main actor, the lead character and everything. I like all the characters. My only problem with that movie or my main problem with that movie was the special effects were two-dimensional uh, and they, they were horrible. You know, the original movie was practical. Yeah. you know practical special effects where it was mechanical uh you know no cgi they didn't have cgi back then but when paris came out the cgi was not quite in its infancy i seen a lot better things starship troopers was already out they did great with it for whatever reason they went with whatever you know the special effects very two-dimensional very flat well that's what i was going to raise with you this was sort of the birth of cgi so you don't forgive it a little bit no, I, I did, and I do, because I, I, like I said, it is uh, a, a movie that I absolutely adore. This is classified as a horror movie, but you've got a lot of involvement in horror films, right? Absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I'm getting there. Yeah, I, I um, was involved with uh, Terrifier 2. I'm friends with the guys who made the Terrifier movies. It's Art the Clown, for those who aren't you know, familiar. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty cool. Uh, uh, really cool, actually. Uh, uh, new, like, kind of slasher killer. Uh, I'm in Terrifier 2. I worked on Terrifier 2. I'm in it. My daughter also worked. She's a makeup. She does makeup. Oh, she worked, great. And, yes, yes, she does special effects makeup. i just finishing up making an incredible movie I'm producing. What, uh, Stream? Called Stream, yeah. yeah. And that, mm -hmm. You know, we have amazing actors in that. You know, Terrifier is an amazing movie, um, but there's no main, like, known actors, but the yeah. actors are superb especially terrifier 2 man I, I seen almost all the terrifier 2 it's going to be released shortly and terrifier right. 2 is is actually outdoing far surpassing terrifier 1 okay really so it's terrifier <laughs> yeah it's yeah, it's even more terrifying yeah terrifier <laughs> uh is is already been released you know covid kind of screwed things up it's mm. going to be a two-hour horror movie which is like about two hours and almost 10 minutes which you don't hear that often with a horror movie, but in order to keep everything in for the storyline for part three, there will be a part three. It has to be that long. But yeah. like I said, I've seen most of it. It's not going to, people aren't going to be disappointed. Damien Leone is the creator of Terrifier, the director and the special effects guy. He is the special effects guy for the film that I'm making stream. Uh -huh. uh, it's a fuzz on the lens production. Uh, they're the main guys. And then, uh, I have a production company called Lloyd Bros Production, um, and we did a few things already with that. Um, my my stand-up, my one-hour special that you can find on Amazon Prime, Married and Miserable, 
which is kind of a horror itself because you know no. <laughs> <laughs> well let's talk about that married and miserable now this is streaming on amazon prime this was shot at scotty's i i had already been a regular at the club for about three years first time he met me he thought obviously you know me i'm not a tall man but <laughs> he, 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 i went and i had auditioned and his wife seen me she loved me and thought I was really funny and crazy. And then he watched a couple of videos and he thought I was taller because I come off very big on stage. You know, yes, I'm, yes. I'm loud, I yell, I'm, I, I scream, I jump around. I'm all over the place. So he, when I walked in, he just thought I was like 6'2 or 6'3. Here I come walking in, you know, with boot with heels on, I'm pushing 5'8", you know? Yeah. So, uh, so I walked in and the first thing out of his mouth was, I thought you were taller. <laughs> and then That's I was why like, I oh, love taking photos with you, Craig, because fine, you know, I'm not the smallest guy in the photo. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I think you got me by like a half inch or an inch. A half think. inch, yeah, yeah. That's enough for me to, you know, and, say, aha. At our size, guys. listen, we're men. Every half inch matters. You, now, you uh, talked about COVID slowing down Terrifier 2 a little bit. Um, also, COVID messed up this. Every season you do this haunted house, right? It's an annual effort, but didn't COVID slow you down last year? Last year, during the height of COVID, we had a lot of people come through. We got permission from, you know, we're in New York. I'm in New York, so, and Staten Island, we're one of the five boroughs. Um, uh, the haunt is called the Haunt of Chrysler Mansion. It's the Chrysler Mansion. People can look it up. It's pretty cool. On Staten uh, Island. Yes, yeah, so on Staten Island, it's K-R-E-I-S-C-H-E-R Mansion, the Chrysler Mansion. It's been on television shows, uh, haunted paranormal shows. Another one just filmed. I'm not, I'm not allowed. I told you, I think personally, but I'm not allowed to talk about it yet until it, it, it airs in March. I'll be able to tell you who's coming there. But it's a cool one. It's a, it's a cool, and I'll be on it. I was featured on it. Well, but wait, uh, wait a second, Craig. K R E I S H. What was that? S C. It's K K R E I S C H E R. Kreischer. It's German. Correction. Okay. Das ist recht. Da, da. Yeah, yeah, das, I think, uh, Russian, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People uh, throw, uh, okay, so you threw a bunch of stuff at us, right? We, we know about uh, Kreischer Mansion, Staten Island. Uh, we've also heard about the production company and looking for these movies. But how do people find you out there on the internet, on social media? Well, I, I am I am Craig Loigren. My last name is L O Y D G R E N. Lloyd Gren, Craig Loigren. But on most things on on Instagram, which is my favorite, and TikTok, I'm that's not my favorite, but I do it. Yeah. Um, I am. You find me under comedian Craig L. One word, comedian Craig L. Or you just type in my name and you'll find me. Yeah. Craig Loigren. I am on Facebook. I I don't really do Twitter anymore. Uh, wow. I like Instagram. Uh, I like the pictures. I like putting up little video clips. I put a lot of comedy up. I put some horror stuff up. Uh, I'm not allowed to post a lot of what I have until after some of these projects yeah. come out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I, I have a lot of cool little videos and, and behind-the-scenes stuff on, on my phone that I can't even show people, really. I mean, I'll occasionally... Right, what about YouTube? You're, you're out there on YouTube? I am, uh, again, under my name, Craig Loigren. Uh, okay. I, and I think that's even comedian Craig L as well. Uh, and I have some videos up on on YouTube. My my fate. You can go find my website. My website is my name. Everything's my name. It's it's www.craigloigren.com. One now, word. One more time. It's L O Y D G R E N. Yeah. L O Y D G R E N. G R E N. Yes, Lloyd Gren. Lloyd Gren. Mm -hmm. And I am a stand-up comic first, even though I haven't really been putting dates up on the on my website as far as 
uh, comedy dates. And I really should. The, the person, I haven't just been given my dates. COVID, we just put up to be announced. And then uh, yeah. I haven't been given, given my... Yeah. yeah, I haven't put any new dates up. But there's a lot of cool content on my website. You can see a lot of videos, a lot of pictures. You know, me trying to pretend I know people and famous people. <laughs> so there's some pictures up. Um, uh, there's some cool videos. There's links to everything. There's links to all my... Uh, you know, to my YouTube page and my, all my accounts and my IMDB and all that stuff. And, uh, you can see what I'm doing and everything. Uh, you know, you guys are going to watch the movie. Everybody's going to watch the movie. And I'm, I'm more than happy to count down this movie. Like I said, I didn't not like it. I was just disappointed in the special effects. It was yeah. in the early stages of CGI. Uh, but there was already better movies. I think what this right. movie came out in seven, right? Wasn't, uh, uh, I, I should have looked it up. It's not in front of me right now, but I, I hear what you're saying about there were other computer graphic uh, CGI stuff out at the time, and it was up to snuff. It was on par, and this was just not there. Two-dimensional, like you said. Um, right. so yes, I, it is 1997. I just looked it up. 1997. Okay, so, Craig, everyone at home is poised yeah. to watch this film at the exact same time as we press play here in the studio. So Sweet. why don't you give it to us, taking us away with that celebrity comedian countdown. Three, two, one, go. I'm really excited. I've, you know, I've heard about this movie from the newspaper and television ads from 1997. Uh-huh. This is 16 years after American Werewolf in London. Isn't that crazy? It's yeah. like a, one of those early 80s com, uh, comedy horror movies. It's... Now, did you notice that the moon was not full? It was not a full moon rising? It was not a full moon rising. <laughs> so well, that's it's... important to what we're about to see. It, werewolves come out at the full moon. That's the only time. What, are you saying there's werewolves in this movie that come out other times? Yes, yes. They oh. have a... Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. Ridicule. No, no, it's not ridiculous. It's uh, really true. They've got the serum they can inject themselves with, and you'll see later in the film. Ooh, look at that. Man, I love the 90s font. Look how fucking crazy that is. <laughs> Paris. Yeah, we're hearing music and rain, <laughs> scary. Billy Dempsey. She's probably like, welcome to Paris. <laughs> she only did this movie to pay her rent, quite literally. She only did this movie really? to pay her rent. And she was turned off by it. She didn't enjoy herself at all. And she said, no more Hollywood movies. Interesting. This is the film that broke her. Uh, not, not broker, really. made her, you know, leave the industry and discuss. No, well, she was actually discovered by Jean-Luc Godard uh, when she was 14. And she oh, was in some you. movie, Detective, I don't know, that was 85. But really, huh. in 1990, she was in this film called Europa, Europa. And uh, I think that, I don't have the co-star here, but she was a big, Big hit from that movie. Yeah, a, a movie so nice, they named it almost twice. <laughs> Europa, Europa. Oh, it is the same. Uh oh, Donatello. No, it's now, uh, Michelangelo. 
It's Donatello. More like Nutella. Look at him. Is there like 80s, is there 90s electronic music? <laughs> no, it's that traditional scary movie. Now you see there's an opera house inside. It really doesn't go with our plot or something, but that's supplying the music. Now this movie is American Whorehouse in Paris, right? Uh, I didn't like the, movie. <laughs> the best little whorehouse in Paris. <laughs> Paris, Texas. Right, bingo. Oh, Monsieur, oh, you want a trip? I will take you on a trip. You don't need to trip. Oh, so what, this is- coming out of the sewer. I know. Is this splinter? Oh, look at that. Perfectly timed. The uh, standing ovation of Yay. Parisian opera. Kudos, director Anthony Waller. <laughs> yeah, he's the he was like the third choice for director. Uh, the guy who wrote it, one of them was gonna direct. Okay, look, you see they have white wine on the table. You see the white yeah. wine? Now they have red wine. So Ooh, we're meeting Andy, okay? Andy and vampire? his buddy, Chris and Brad. Oh, look, he has a Where Evil tour? What a coincidence. No, it's Daredevil, yeah. Daredevil tour. What a coincidence. He's going to become a devil. Look, he's got an <laughs> onks on him. Honk, honk. Now honk. look, Brad's shirt is covering his Daredevil t-shirt. Isn't that bad directing? Seriously. Should is this the that they both have Daredevil tour? Yeah, well, one's like a muscle shirt, right? They, yeah. Uh-oh, uh Christina Applegate. <laughs> this isn't Christina. our love interest. This is just introducing that they're young and it's all about sex, you know. Well, it's the 90s, man. Did, did you read the Maxim magazine back in the day? Yes. The details, uh, lad, lads, boys will be boys. Now, the guy on the left, who is Brad, his name is Vince Viluf, and he was America's first test tube baby. Then he became a Hollywood actor? Yeah. So, <clears throat> okay. They say people in Hollywood are, are plastic, but come on. <laughs> are phony, but please. Now, it says the first documented test tube baby, so there were one or two ahead of him, I guess. And now, excuse yeah. me for not watching every single WBCW and UPN <laughs> show, but is well, our star like supernatural or like Superman or? No, he just gets bit by a werewolf and he becomes one. But he, he's not like on a TV show. No. Okay. Do you mean as a real person? Yeah, like he, he, if he was on a CW, if he was a glamour okay. girl guy, I would probably go, oh, I didn't realize, but I recognize the face. Well, no, his, okay, his name is Tom Everett Scott. And yes. yeah, um, that thing you do, the Tom Hanks movie with the band called The Wonders. Hey, you know, you, you told me you wouldn't go on the air and talk about the thing I do. <laughs> well, he's a star in that. Now, look, they've broken into the Eiffel Tower. And they're scaling it. Oh no, they're gonna parkour it? Are they gonna bungee jump it? They're bungee yes. jumping. How did they're you know that? Yes, they are. Well, one of them is. How did you know that? I think it was in the trailer. And also it's 1997. What else are they gonna do? Not yeah, when they went and wrote this thing, the guys who wrote it were all about rave culture. 
and they were right. all about the catacombs of Paris. The catacombs. Right. So, so and, above, so below. Well, it took it took six years to develop this film, and the thing was rewritten. The, the guys who have credit as the authors, that was from arbitration from the movie people. Uh, this thing has no resemblance to the kick-ass script they wrote, apparently. Well, it didn't, so it did say based on the characters written by John Landis from the movie. Yeah, it's a loose, it's not based on the characters. It's look at Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, look at Vegas. Hey, look, they have the Eiffel Tower one. Yeah, that's where he is. You can see the Ferris wheel. There. I see New York City uh, one. They always say pre-9-11 and post-9, but they still also have like pre-carousel, like it's pre-Ferris wheel. <laughs> Remember Lights the city out. the fucking Ferris wheel was there? That's a scary drop. Okay, oh, so oh. the Daredevil tour, they get points for doing crazy shit, you see? And uh, sex like, points count too. Like bungee jumping off of the Eiffel Tower. Look, he's taking notes. Jump Windy. off tower, wicked extreme pool equals cool wicked. Okay, we got to do something maximum extreme. So now he's like, we can't let him go through with this. It's crazy to do it, you know. So like, hey, he's gonna go over. You can't. You do all. You don't need to prove yourself to us. These guys are like that French dude that walked across the twin towers in the seventies. They're oh, like yeah. Harvard. I saw that film and I saw a quick documentary about him, maybe 15 minutes. Oh yeah. No, there's a longer documentary about him. Mm -hmm. And then the movie just copies it. The movie, if you see it in IMAX, mm -hmm. you really experience what it's like to tight rope across the uh, Twin Towers. That sounds interesting. That sounds cool. It's like 4K and like in your face IMAX. And if you went and saw American Werewolf in Paris in IMAX, you would have the experience of going yes. to an IMAX movie. Meanwhile, we're watching this on our phones right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want uh, Raku television. Uh oh, somebody's coming. They hear something. They hear. They hear the rattle of the Eiffel Tower. Uh oh, uh, I forgot my bungee jump. It's probably going to be like some. Uh oh. I watched a movie on uh, HBO Max called The Nitro Circus, and it's like a another version of Jackass where these professional extreme Red Bull drinking uh, right. sportsmen do stunts, and some of them were like really stupid, and some of them were just like really kind of messed. I don't know. Like they they had a uh, uh, a jump, like a skateboard jump between two buildings, two two giants. Like, Oh no, don't do it, Julie. Now, yeah, that's right. This is Seraphine, and she is here to kill herself. And why? We know why. Because she's a werewolf. Yeah, who killed her own parents. She did? Yup. Whoa, Andy, look, if you zoom in on a guy, it means he's falling in love with her. Yeah, you can see his little pitter pat. What's your name, they treated her eye like that's the fakest tear. And he's like, no, no, no. French girl. French girl. See, it's a full moon. Do you I see do. It's a full do moon. Do. Seriously, Mike, do you? 
No, I just see fake CGI behind. Okay. Blue screen. Oh, now this is practical. Check this out. Check this out. He jumps. I know. This is back where you can get refunds for shitty CGI. No, no did, refunds. Did you this notice it was a full moon now? Did you see it was a full moon now? No. All right. Well, it's a full Why moon. Oh, no. The thing's not tied. Yeah, you can't bungee without tying it. Anyone jumping off the... Unless you got two friends. One who is the first rescue baby. So look, he gently will release her Uh, to the ground. She's life saved. Look, he looks like a (laughs) CD-ROM. Yeah. Look, it's it's 97. I mean, we don't even have Terminator 2 yet. Look, bonk, he's going to bonk. You sure? I think Terminator 2 was before 97. No, it's the year 2000. Um, I'll have to look it up. This is before the prequels, right? The prequels were 99. Look what a stereotype his bandages are. Well, you know, it covers his... uh, Did he get plastic surgery in the middle of the suit? (laughs) Right. Why is it over his nose? It's just a, it's just like general casting. I got my chin fixed. Okay, so he's waking up. He's like, never mind me. Where's the girl? He's falling in love with the girl. Oh, no. And he realizes the only way we're going to find her is finding her suicide note. She had a suicide note. And when she ran away, she left it. Now, I wanted to point out that it was a full moon. And if it was a full moon, she should have been a werewolf. You see the first right. one in this film? Now, when, when does that affect you? So when you're outside and the moon turns full, then your body registers from it. But it's not like... I think a- in this movie, it's just the time. When it's the full moon, you turn into a werewolf, even if you're but, in a basement or something. But a full moon in Paris, right? It's not like if there's a full moon couple... Yes, a full moon in Paris. Look at this. He's looking on these Parisian boobs. Boys will be boys. So this is stupid. They're looking for the suicide note. Why would they be checking out what the guy's reading to see if it's a suicide note? It doesn't make sense. What Are they listening to uh, uh, the Matrix soundtrack right now? Right. Mm. Eggs, bread. <laughs> Aha, they think they're beggars. Gonna get yourself connected. Now, that's, those weren't euros; those were francs. Now, look, he wakes up and he just happens to see Seraphine, who is stealing a heart. There she is. Look, see Seraphine. She doesn't notice him. She does. Oh, she's playing an old nurse. So he's like, "That's my babe." Ooh, now look, happen. now the windows are frosted. He couldn't have seen her. You see that? Isn't that weird? Yeah. This is directed like a ZZ Top video. There she goes. She's got legs. <laughs> well, it's, the director's trying to give you a dis. He's discombobulated, and now she sees it. You forgot your slipper. <laughs> What's that meat? It's a heart. It's a human. 